Cause I kind of knew I'd be here at this point. A hundred episodes of the Domino Effect podcast went from a fucking trio to a duo to a uno off this bitch. Holy shit! Let me, let me, matter of fact, let me get my intro. <clears throat> Back on my bullshit for another episode. This is Connecticut's most controversial podcast. This is the Domino Effect, and I go by the name of Domino. And as usual, I am joined by myself. The guest I have today is myself. Have no one. I'm here by myself. I would I would have a drink right now, but it's kind of late. Go have me some water and talk my shit. All this shit is unedited, unscripted. I'm just go off the top of my head and tell my feelings of the past 100 episodes of the Domino Effect podcast. So I'm the guest today. I'm the host today, and we're going to chronicle these 100 episodes and give everybody, you know, some behind-the-scenes stuff, my feelings on everything that's happened between the first and this episode, and just all that's transpired through this journey. This journey's been fucking wild. Like, this podcasting thing is taking me uh, places and uh, had me meet people I never thought I would meet, places I would never go, and... When I initially got into it, I never planned for any of this shit. I never planned for any of this shit. When I wanted to do it, matter of fact, let me let me let me start from the beginning, right? Let me just cut that off and start from the giddy up. So, right, let's see, where the fuck do I start? Alright, so February 2015, right? I asked one of my former friends, like, yo. Because we've been talking about doing a podcast for so, so fucking long. And niggas always thought we needed all this equipment and studios and fucking knobs and wires and shit. Like, no, nigga, you could do that shit on your on your phone. You could do it with just one mic and, you know, a program like GarageBand like I'm using right now. If the audio sounds a little, you know, distorted or fucked up, I am home. I'm not in G Studio. I'm using... Uh, what's the, I don't even know the name of this mic, I think it's a Yeti Blue mic, I don't know what it's called, but this the, this the mic I use for my, uh, gaming, so, I'm using this mic, I'm at home, not in G Studios, if you hear, like, fucking sirens and shit, just know, I'm not in the comfort of the usual studio I'm in, so, what the fuck was I saying, 
February 2015, right? February 2015, I asked one of my former friends, like, yo, since we've been talking about this podcast for so long, we need to go ahead and start this shit. We've been bullshitting for years and years and years because we had been talking about doing a podcast before that, before 2015, maybe for like three or four years. Never hopped on it, just being lazy and thinking we needed all this equipment and stuff. So I'm like, yo, fuck it. We need to research this shit and just do it. So we research it, put the idea together, and first is me and him. And then he said, yo, I got a homegirl. She, she in the hip-hop, this, that, and the third. And I think she'd be a good addition to us. So he brings her along. I meet her. You know, everything is cool. You know, we, uh, you know, go over what we need to do and topics we gonna go over. What kind of podcast are we going to be, all right? So first it was just like, you know, we're going to go over, you know, hot topics. And then we're going to go over hip-hop stuff. And then we're going to go over, you know, just basic shit that, you know, just goes on. You know, just like I do on the show regularly where it's just like, you know, conversations lead to whatever they lead to. And we just, we just, we just talking, having fun. So... Start doing that podcast. Now it's just us three. We got a name. We got a logo. You know, we rocking. But red flag number one is we only got one mic and it's three of us, right? We got one mic and it's three of us. And we at his house recording this shit. He's the main one in front of the mic. Now, if you don't have a good quality mic... You can't hear or pick up anything that's around you. So the person that's in front of the mic, you can hear clear as day. Everybody else sounds like background singers. So it just seems like he's Harold Melvin and we the Blue Notes. You know, we just in the background. You can barely hear us unless we raise our voices and say something. But other than that, you can't really hear us too coherently. So, you know, we do the podcast. Shit's going good. Then there's this conflict of interest, right? Around maybe like episode three or four. So we do that. And I guess it's like he feels like I, well, do this whole thing. I'm going to be telling my truths, all right? I don't give a fuck who gets offended. I don't give a fuck what happens, what somebody got to say. Because I know damn well somebody going to listen and relay it back to somebody like a little bitch. Whatever the case may be, these are my truths. This is how I saw stuff. Not necessarily the truth. What I deem is true, right? So, in my head, he thinks because, you know, it's a it's a name that he's had in his head for like a long time. Something to go along with his blog. So, he feels like it's his show. And we're just, you know, here. Instead of it being our show. You know, splitting everything up into a third, a third, a third. He feels like it's his show and we're just, you know, here for fodder, right? So we have an argument about that. I got some creative ideas. He ain't really rocking with them. He got some creative ideas. I ain't really rocking with his. You know, you, you can see where his podcast at now. You know, if you know what it is, find it and tell me how successful that was, right? So, you know, then we get to like... So, so we get past that, then we get to like episode 7 and 8, right? And 8 is where shit falls apart. So we do 8 episodes of that, still the creative differences. I'm trying to be like, yo, we need to do this, that, and the third, A, B, C, yada, yada. 
he like, nah, we can't do ABC, yada, yada. What he really means is we can't do the shit that you talking about. I didn't come up with the idea. So if it's not my idea, we can't do it. I bet. So now I'm seeing that. Now, this is my friend. Like somebody I'm close with. Like, shut the fuck up, nigga. I'm trying to do a podcast. Chill out. So this is my friend, right? Somebody I'm close with. And we get into an argument over a fucking podcast. A fucking podcast. Like somebody I've known since I was like, what can I say? Like young, like seven, eight. Earlier than that, probably. And we fighting over this shit. Like, years and years of friendship. Destroyed in a matter of weeks. Over a podcast. So, we decide to break up. Go our separate ways. I'm done. I'm not doing this shit no more, right? So, we have a legit falling out because of this shit. Like, a legit. Like, the girl don't want to talk to me. He don't want to talk to me. Everything's fucked up from there. So, that's February 2015. So, in October 2015, I still want to do a podcast. I still have podcast dreams. I still want to do this shit, right? So, I start to conjure up in my mind, fuck it, I'm going to just do my own podcast. I'm going to start my own shit. You know, I know how that one ended. I've been paying attention. I've been listening to podcasts for years and years. I kind of know what to do. I don't really know what to do, but... I'm going to just wing it and go ahead with it. So, now, if you listened to the show earlier, you know I had two co-hosts with me. I'm going to just refer to them as, like, girl and boy, you know, because I just watched Bird Box. But shout out to them. I'm not going to get them no fucking recognition. Fuck them. <laughs> so, <laughs> matter of fact, I think I might have me a drink. Fuck that. Let me put this water away. Sip on this little bit of cognac real quick. I tried. I tried. So, girl and boy, right? So, now, well, first, I get the idea to do my podcast, right? So, I name it the Domino Effect Podcast just because I don't know what else to name it. I go by the moniker of Domino. I don't know what else to name it. So, Domino Effect Podcast it is. Boom, right? So, then, I hit up Justin Richburg. Shout out to Justin Richburg. I hit him up in 2015 to do a logo for me. And that's the logo that you see with like, it's, it's me, but with, with like a, a jacket open with a bunch of shit inside it. Now, the thing behind that logo is when I was thinking of the podcast, I was thinking like, yo, I want to cover all types of topics. So I want to cover like, you know, whatever I can, whether it be like sports, whether it be hot topics, whether it be music, whether it be comic books, whether it be, you know, whatever, whatever you need, I got so that's like the message behind the, the fucking logo with, with the jacket open. It's like, yo, it's mad stuff in that jacket. Whatever you need, I got type of thing. So come with the logo, hit up Justin Richburg. And to see what that man is now is kind of like, it's kind of wild. Because I saw his talent back then, but because I'm nobody, I can't put him on and, you know, expose him to the world. But shout out to him for getting this just do. Um, so I get the logo, right? Boom. Now, I'm thinking, all right, I got a podcast. Now, before I even think of the co-host, I'm like, damn, I need an intro. Because every podcast I listen to, almost all of them got an intro. So, I listen to Bill Burr. He don't really got an intro. But a lot of the the music podcasts, the topic-based podcasts that I listen to, they all have intros. I have no fucking clue what to do. So, 
I'm like, all right, do I want to play music? Do I want to, you know, have somebody make me some shit? Do I want to reach out to somebody and have them try to make me some shit? You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just do it myself. So, I I know nothing about audio editing, audio nothing. I don't, I don't know shit. So, I sit down at garage band. I'm like, all right, just brainstorming. What do I want to do? How do I want to open up this podcast? Every time I have a podcast, what do I want to do? So, my first thought is, all right. Let's have like some radio interference, like some static or something like that. So this is back when I had my other laptop, because this one don't have a CD, uh, a CD slot in it. So I had a Skilo CD, and one of the songs I used to listen to when I used to go to California a lot that they used to always play is this song called "I Wish," right? So I got a Skilo CD, and at the beginning of that song, it's like some some radio scratching. So I take that first part of the, of, the, of the radio scratch. Input that boom, all right. I got something now. I'm trying to think. All right, so when I open a podcast, what do I want? What do I want this intro to say? So I'm like, all right, why don't I, I put like snippets of songs? All right, so I put about three to four snippets in between. Now I was going to use the same radio tuning that I, I, I got from Skeela, but I was like, nah, that's just whack. So I just go on YouTube, rip some shit. And I find maybe like three or four sounds that I like and put them in. I get some like test songs, put those in, chop them up. Now, mind you, this is all taking me about four hours because I have no clue what I'm doing on GarageBand. I don't know how to chop nothing. I don't know how to drag and drop. I don't know how to do anything on GarageBand. Before this, I, I didn't even know GarageBand came on my Mac. I said, yo, I need some." to edit audio and I don't want to pay for it what's on this Mac and I had this Mac for like a year or two so go on there drag and drop cut stuff up bam got the intro takes me like four or five hours but I got something right four or five hours listening to it like yo I kind of like this so alright boom I got an intro now, at basis, what do I want this podcast to be? Like I said, with the, with the logo, I want to talk about sports, music, you know, whatever comes up, whatever is hot in the news, hot button topics that I could get my shit off on because I'm not, like, like I've said in, a, in a, a few other places, I'm not the nigga that types on Twitter, all right? I'm not the nigga that, you know, I got to get the funny tweet off and I'm going to get mad retweets. Now, I need niggas to hear what I'm saying. I need you to hear the inflection in my voice, whatever the case may be, so... I'm like, all right, got the logo, got the intro, don't want to talk to myself. I've been listening to Bill Burr podcast. All he does is talk to a microphone, talk to himself. Nobody talks back. That's whack. All right, so what I need to do? I need to get co-hosts, right? So now the co-hosts that I think work best would be someone that had a different opinion than I had. So... It was this one guy that was cool with the guy that I did the other podcast with. Every time we get together, we arguing, but it's like playful banter. It was like, yo, you know, I think this, but he thinks the complete 180. So it's been like that for years. So I'm like, all right, boom. Let me ask him, see if he wants to come on the podcast, see if he wants to do a podcast, see if he knows what a podcast is. So ran down on him like, yo, what the fuck, man? All these noises and shit. So I ran down on him like, yo, got this idea. 
I want to do another podcast. I know what happened with old boy didn't work, but you know, just explain it to him like, yo, you know, we always have this banter. You know, we never agree on shit. Yada yada. I think that'd be good in audio form. Yo, what you think? He was like, yeah, all right, cool. And um, I, I don't remember whether he was apprehensive at first. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't remember. It was so long ago. But then I was like, I, I want to include a female. So that's when I tell him about girl. Now, girl, I've known for uh, at that point maybe like five, six years or something like that. You know, she used to babysit my kids. You know, we we would talk every now and then when she would have like man relationship problems with her baby father, whoever. And you know, it wasn't nothing too serious with us. Like like we had a a rapport. Like we used to talk every now and then, but it wasn't on some constant shit. So then me and him run down on girl so i text her like yo i want you to meet my homeboy just do this to do what i want to do the podcast with it'll just be us three we're gonna be doing this that and the third bang 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 so hit her with the idea she says all right sounds good right all right so boom so now we got a name first of all i didn't want to name it the domino effect and that was red flag number one for this podcast i'm like yo I want y'all input on everything. I don't want to name this shit the Domino Effect Podcast. What do y'all want to name it? What would y'all want to name it? They was like, shit, I don't care. Red flag number one, niggas saying they don't care. So how invested in this shit are you? And if you're not invested, why are you here? That was my first gripe. I was like, yo, if you don't have any input on the name, so it's just going to be my name attached to it and you guys are who? Like... I want I wanted to be a name that's like oh all of us had some say in it or it would represent all of us, not just you know, host of the show is Domino and it's called the Domino Effect. But you know, I can't I can't force niggas to be down with me. I can't force niggas to you know, be a part of something they don't want to be a part of. So, boom, we set a date. Episode one, right? I think I I think I just came back from A3C. I said, yo, we're going to do the first episode when I get back. Boom. All right. Everybody said, everybody cool, right? First fucking episode. Girl doesn't show up. Red flag number four. Girl doesn't show up on first episode of the show. So now it's just me and boy, right? Trying to figure this shit out. Now, this time we're recording... At uh, Soundloft Studios up in Brantford. Because that's the only studio that I know that I can get the audio that I need, the quality that I need, you know, um, the comfortability that I need. Um, but it was just far as fuck. Like, we lived in, Bri- well, I lived in Bridgeport, boy lived in Stratford, so it was like, alright, so we're gonna carpool up there. Alright, so me and him go up there. Like I said, girl's not around. Shout out to Mike Piff in uh, Soundlow Studios, too. So, me and him go up there, record the first episode. Uh, hot button topics, you know, just going over that. Talking like two men. And, uh, yeah, so we record that. Then I edit it. That takes me another three hours. Episode probably wasn't even that long. Let me check how long this episode was. This episode was an hour and a half. That shit probably took me about three, four hours to edit. Because like I said, I don't know shit about GarageBand. So, edit the episode. 
put it out two days after my birthday. I think I think we recorded it a day before my birthday and then put it out on October 19th, 2015, right? Put it out on a Wednesday or I don't know. I don't know what day that was, but we put it out, right? Off rip, do a thousand listens. So I'm thinking, oh, we fucking lit. This is what podcasts do? Is this easy to get a thousand listens? Oh, it's this about to be a rap. We about to be popping this, that, and the third. Second episode comes about. Girl is finally there. And we do about like 80 listens. Just on that, like, like that week, right? So we do one episode, thousand listens. Next episode gets like 80. I don't know what it's at right now. Episode three. That's cool. Everybody's there. Everybody's having fun. Everyone's new to the podcast thing, right? We do episode three. Then we don't do another episode until like a month and a half later. Episode number three comes out on November third. We don't we don't drop another episode till December twenty first. Now, initially. When I ask these these two individuals, do you want to be a part of a podcast? And we have to record in the studio. And I'm telling these people like, yo, I need money for these studio sessions. No one's giving me money. I'm funding this shit by myself. Three-man team. I'm recording this shit by myself. I'm paying for this shit by myself, I should say. Three-man team paying for this shit by myself. Red flag number 16. So now I know what it is, right? I'm like, yo, can y'all put up any type of bread so we can get back in the studio? Because at this time, this is about the time I find out there's like another podcast in Bridgeport, and that would be Roundtable. So shout out to Chris, shout out to Rome. At the time, I think Steph was on the show. I don't think Nadia was there yet. So, I'm like, yo. In my head, we kind of got to keep up with them. They putting out episode after episode. They having guests on the show, this, that, and the third. I didn't want guests on the show at all. I didn't want to... I don't know how to interview nobody. I've never interviewed anyone in my life. So, why would I want guests on the show? I just want to be able to get on here, talk my shit. We're going to promote it. We're going to be popping again. That's it. So, um, what happens? So, yeah, we don't record another episode for like a, a month and a half. And I'm steadily asking these people, like, yo, can, we, can y'all, anybody put some bread up so we can get back in the studio? They all got obligations. Everybody got kids. But nobody's putting up bread. But, but they both want to be a part of this podcast thing. All right, cool. Bite the bullet, right? So, now, I'm actually short on my rent for this shit. If you like, if y'all motherfuckers knew how much money I put into this goddamn podcast, at least, at least, I want to say at least twenty thousand, thirty thousand, maybe forty thousand dollars into this podcast, at least over a five, over a three year span, at least, and that's just studio time, travel, you know. That's basically it. So, we get back in the studio December 
sometime before Christmas, right? So we put out episode four, cool. Episode five comes out right before the new year, cool. So now we rolling. So now we back on a weekly schedule. So now we do episode five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Now we're on a steady schedule. We're on a weekly schedule. Everyone's coming up with topics. Everybody's coming up with you know stuff we stuff we can talk about, stuff we need to talk about. Whether it be local or it be something on social media, whether it be something with a celebrity or something, like everyone's contributing. So, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 episodes. Now, we get to 14, and I, for, I think I talked to Ken Tuccio, right? I asked him to be on my show. And what he tells me. Is that, you know, we have a, a, a brief conversation. I, I think I hit him on Twitter and we, and we have a brief conversation. Ask him to be on my show because at, at that point, he's like one of the biggest podcasts to be in Connecticut with the Welcome to Connecticut podcast. So I meet him through my boy Sleep and we have a brief conversation. He was like, yo, if you want to, you know, get your podcast out there, you got to start having guests on your show. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to have guests on my show. Like, I don't, but once I have them on a show, like, what do I do? I never interviewed anybody. I don't know how to fucking interview anybody. So I go for like the low hanging fruit, right? So I got a homeboy that I went to school with and he plays piano. And ever since like graduating high school, I don't even know if this nigga went to college or not. I don't know what he's been doing. I just know ever since I met him in like third or fourth grade, this nigga's been nice at piano. And he's been on tour playing piano for like all, any musician you could think of, for churches. He's been playing, you know, for Charlie Wilson. He's been playing for like Tank and Joe and just countless musicians, right? So he's in town. So I hit him up on Facebook. I'm like, yo. I want you to be the first guest on my podcast. Just so just I just so it's somebody I know. I'm not hitting niggas about the blue like y'all. Come on my podcast. I know you don't know me. I know you don't know what my podcast is. And and at this point we 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 getting some listens, you know, I'm putting it out there, you know, I guess like only only people that's listening is like friends and family at this point cuz nobody really knows who the fuck I am or what this podcast is. It might have trickled down to a couple of people, but nothing crazy. So, I'm like, yo, DJ Come on my show. We gonna I'm gonna interview you, or we're gonna interview you, and we just gonna chop it up. So I tell my co-host, boy and girl, right? We gonna have a guest on the show, and we need to interview him. You know, do some research on him. Here's his name, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And you think these niggas do uh research? No. Think these niggas give a fuck? No. So, red flag number 26. Now, we all never interviewed anyone before. Especially me. I'm telling you niggas to jump in the fire with me and interview this guy. But I'm the only one that does research. Now, the episode is great. Because, you know, me and DJ have a rapport. And, you know, he's just meeting boy and girl for the first time. So they ask him questions about me because he knows me from a young age. 
episode is pretty good. Episode goes off smooth. Everything is fine, right? Next episode, we have Ken Tucci on the show, right? We asked Ken Tucci to come to Brantford. And um, we interview him. And seems like he's having fun. We're go we're going over hot button topics that doesn't seem to be his like forte on the show because we were talking about more hip hop based stuff and you know Ken's a white man so he doesn't really know anything about that hip hop genre in that world and what we talking about like if 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 we talking about Cardi B or something like that he don't fucking know what we talking about. So we interview him. Well, I interview him. You know they ask little questions here and there, or whatever. And still, I don't know. I don't fucking know how to interview people. I just know I'm having a guest on the show. I should brush up on them. I'm going to do some research. Do your Googles. Check your social medias, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your Instagrams. Just know something about the person that's that's coming to sit in the studio with you for an hour, hour and a half, two hours. So, interview Ken. Ken apparently loves it. So then, you know, from the ball, from 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 there, the ball is rolling, and we interview uh, Thelmo, episode seventeen. Now, Thelmo's a Bridgeport tattoo artist. You know, he's done a bunch of my tattoos. He's tattooed damn near half of Bridgeport. If you live in Bridgeport, you probably got a tattoo from from Thelmo at some point, or you know somebody that got a tattoo from Thelmo. And he brings his boy P with him. And I didn't know he was bringing P with him, but P, I I ended up. Enjoying P's conversation more than actual than than Thelmos, cause at that point P had went to jail and he had came back out like a changed man and he's just like giving us all these gems and shit. I'm like, yo, I'm really digging this nigga, but something fucks up with the audio. And at that point, I guess like boy, he boy shoots shoots videos and stuff like that, so he has the video equipment. So he was like, yo, we need to introduce like a video aspect or you know he has this backup recorder thing that he he, that um he used to get the audio because somehow the audio at the studio we was at fucked up somehow i don't know what happened but luckily uh he got the um the audio but it's like a lesser quality so at this point you know you know, boys contributing, you know, he, he introduces like the video aspect, like, yo, if, if we're going to get out there like that, we got to, you know, put some videos out there. We could probably put them on YouTube. We could probably put them on our Instagrams and stuff like that. And, you know, that's, that was, that was a game changer for us. Cause I didn't really know a lot of podcasts that were doing video. I didn't know any podcast really, except for like round table and Ken's podcast. I don't remember round table doing video. And Ken damn sure didn't do video. So, then we, uh, let's see. Steve Kerchick, episode 18. Now, if you live in Bridgeport, you know, this is the dude that does, um, the doing it local. So, I wanted to talk to him. So, it was just people that I wanted to talk to around the neighborhood that I didn't, that I wanted to get to know. So, I'm kind of like brushing up on my interview skills. Like, yo, if I'm going to be in this podcast game... I guess I, if, I, if I'm going to have more guests on the show, I got to learn how to interview people. So I'm just brushing up on, on, on my skills with interviewing people. So we actually go to Steve's house to do this interview. And I think we bring the recorder. So it's just it's just me and boy at this point. So me and boy go, 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 go to his house and um, we do the interview. Interview's not that long, probably like 30, 
40 minutes, something like that. That was an hour. Show shit. So, sit there, talk to him for an hour, see his process, whatever. Cool interview. So, keep going. 19, 20. Now, 20, 20 is with ES. And I remember watching, uh, what the fuck is the name of that show? What's the name of that show? Um, Ink Master. Yeah, there it go. It was on Spike TV. I remember I was watching it one day and I saw a dude with a Bridgeport hat on. I was like, yo, is this dude from Bridgeport? Like it, it said, it said BPT on the hat, but I was like, I don't, I've never heard of this dude as a as a tattoo artist or or nothing like that. But ES turns out to be from Bridgeport. You know, I see him on the show, hit him up a little while after. I'm like, yo, I do this podcast. You are you interested in a in an interview? Hit him up, comes on the show, and he drives all the way to Brantford, and I think he brings us beer. So I'm like, you know. That's a, that's a cool little Jesse. You know, you, you walk in somebody else's house, you bring him something, and he brought us beer. And you know, we had a we had a, we had a good time. You know, he had a it was a good first impression for us. And then you know, we starting to get more and more guests. So now uh, let's see, episode twenty one is King Dreams. King Dreams, I got put on to from Ebony. Shout out to Ebony. I got put onto King Dreams from her. Didn't know anything about this dude. Um, never even heard of him. But, you know, doing my research, I found out he's from New Haven. He's been rapping for this long and whatever. Cool interview. At this point, we rocking. We putting out good quality episodes, in my opinion. Once we start having guests and start doing these hot button topics and getting other opinions other than us three. We started having fun. King, King Dreams, he, he brings his boys. And we just have a, a good discussion. And then episode 22 is when we sit down with roundtable discussions. Now, with roundtable discussions and us, right, there have been like this kind of invisible beef, I want to say, because I didn't know them. They didn't know us. But I used to listen to the episodes just to gauge, you know, the competition basically, right? And it was a couple episodes they was talking shit. It wasn't it wasn't really like Rome and um, Steph. It was more so Chris. Chris was throwing shots. I was like, I bet. It, it was like a, a couple episodes back. Niggas was talking real spicy, you know. So for for a little while, I was like, you know what? I don't really rock with them. They show whack. Just that in the third. But on this episode, episode 22, we actually sit down with them and we actually get to know them. So, you know, at some point, I, f- I forget who reaches out to who. I think I think Chris reaches out to me. I don't, I don't remember. But we set it up and earlier when we, when we first started the show, they were, they were recording at the same studio we were. And they had started their podcast maybe like like five weeks prior to when we started the Domino Effect. And then I guess they got tired of the drive and they found another studio in uh, Norwalk. So me, boy and girl go to Norwalk and we sit down with them. Six mics, have an interesting conversation. We ask them how their podcast started and vice versa. We get to know each other, have rapport. You know, cool episode. Uh, 
23, episode 23 is Y Jones, right? So I had been hearing Y Jones' name around, didn't know who the hell she was. I remember her from the Critical Crew podcast with Big E. And I just kept hearing her name around in like certain circles. Like, you know, she's a real hip hop chick. She know his shit. She a hustler. She just that and a third. So I'm like, all right, let me hit her up and see what's going on with her. So hit her up, ask her to be on the show. And, you know, she comes on the show. She comes all the way to Brantford. And we have a good conversation. I found out I found out a lot about her through that conversation. Uh, 24, we don't have a guest. Um, 25, Razul Branch. Shout out to my boy Razul. Um, we was damn near done with the episode when he came through. So I guess, I think, I think we just got right to the interview. I'm not certain. I think we just got right to the interview, but we didn't talk for that long. As, as long as I wanted to. I guess he, uh, misjudged how long the, the ride was. And he got there just mad late. Take some more sip of this cognac. Ah, okay. So he comes up there. We only, we only talk for a little while. Um, next episode, episode twenty six with BSN Comics. Now, if you listen to Three Ninjas podcast, right? This is my boy Hesh's old podcast, and I had him and his two co-hosts on my show. Now, why I had him on my show? No fucking clue to this day. I think, I don't know if someone asked me, or I, I asked them, I'm pretty sure someone asked me, but it was just like, you know, to sit down, talk shit, reconnect, I know Hessian, um, oh my god, just blanked on this nigga name, the fuck is this nigga name, so this Hesh, this Bellavex, I can't believe I blanked on this nigga name. I feel bad. Now I gotta look it up. And Gail. There you go. Fucking up. Why is this shit playing? Where's this music coming from? Oh, I clicked on the episode. Alright, so boom. So, BSN Comics comes up, right? And my homegirl Ebony, that told me about King Dreams, she comes up. She's a She's a chef. She comes up and brings us some egg rolls, right? So everybody's eating. Good episode. Uh, you know, just chopping it up with old friends. And it is what it is. Now, episode 27 is where shit starts to go left, right? So the studio we at, apparently, there's, there's, there's two levels to Sound Loft Studios, right? So one level is... Like, you can book that room. You don't need an engineer. You basically bring your own engineer, your own beats, this, that, and the third. You can just rent that room out and, and rock out, right? Now, the room upstairs comes with an engineer, and that's the professional-ass studio where it's like you got the big-ass comp complex mixing board, and it's like, you know, it's just wild up there. So, it, that, that shit comes with an engineer. So, I guess somebody had booked the room downstairs from somebody from Hot 93.7. They booked the room for like months to record a, a, a mixtape that I never fucking heard or I don't even think came out. So I want to know what happened to that, first of all. Then second of all, we go upstairs that's not set up for a podcast. It's set up for music recording. So they got instruments and drums and guitars all over the goddamn place. And they put us in a room with the guitars and drums and shit. 
and just set and set up some makeshift mics. So, set up the mics, and we got Chef Gene Gabriel. Now he just opened up a spot in Stanford called uh, what the fuck is that shit called? Soul something. Um, what was it called? Soul Tasty. There you go. So he just opened up a chef. He he just he's a a chef I just heard about. Just opened up this spot in Stanford called Soul Tasty, right? So we have him on the show, and we get to the interview portion. So we talking, we talking, we having good conversation. Everybody's laughing. The conversation is flowing. You know, it's not really, you know, reading off a sheet and asking questions. We just, like, flowing. Look over to the bum-ass engineer, and he's waving his hands. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He was like, yo, I don't know when this thing stopped recording, but I think y'all been talking for, like, 20 minutes and nothing's been recording. I'm like, yo, you can't be fucking serious, B. You cannot be serious. So we, we had all this good content, and this shit ain't been recording. It ain't been recording this whole time. So what we try to do is we try to recreate the uh, we we try to remember what we said and recreate what happened when it wasn't recording, and that more so than anything pissed us off. So we like after this we just we just kind of have that collective like look at each other like yeah yo it's 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 time to get a new studio like this shit ain't this shit ain't working out. So. At that point, you know, it's time to look for a new studio now. On my Facebook, I was, like, friends with a lot of Cape Verdeans. And they have been, uh, some, shout out to Cape Verdeans, because they, they, they support their own. I guess they all related some fucking how, but they support their own. But I saw someone share something about G Studio. So I'm like, oh, this is a little, little, quaint compact studio I don't, I don't know if he do like podcast it, it look like he just do you know live music and, and, and record vocals and shit i don't know if he got the setup for a podcast so i hit up g i'm like yo i want to get a tour of the studio you're like i bet you know come come get a tour of the studio you know what do you want to do i was like yo i, I want to record a podcast here prior to that no one's ever recorded a podcast in g studio now everyone wants to fucking record a podcast at G Studio. I just want y'all niggas to know that you're welcome, right? So, go there, check the place out. Place is nice. I'm like, all right, bet. How much you charge? Tell me his rates. I'm like, all right, I'll be here uh, Sunday. So, Sunday we come back with ES, right? Girl's not there. Uh, I don't know what happens. You know, she was having conflicts with her with her kids and, you know babysitters and shit like that so i wasn't really holding it against her like that so es comes back and this time he brings like pizza i think and you know this is just to catch up because we ain't talked to es and maybe like i think that the episode we had was in april this is now in august so you know we catch up with es you know good episode nothing really crazy behind the scenes happens um we just catching up you know listen to the episode and, you know, it's just, it's, it's nothing. It's just like friends catching up. Like, at, at this point, you know, me and ES have a, have a rapport, you know. We have each other's numbers. We, we stay in contact. We talk every now and then. So, it's like, yo, come back on the show. Let's talk some more shit. Nigga had 
so much fun before, you know, come back and chop it up with us. Um, Episode 29 is Shannon Person, right? Shannon, I have been following for a while, and she was just always this chick that was really into sports. So I'm just basically trying to get people on the show that, you know, I have an interest in and I want to talk to and get to know more. And one thing I always wanted to do with this show is because we was we was we was cool around table, but it was still competition at the end of the day. And I never wanted to have a guest on my show that they had on their show. I thought that would be whack and it's not much you can actually, you know, gain from a conversation with that. Like if, if we're talking to the same person within like a month span, like what questions have they asked that I can't ask? Like I, I can come up with some different shit, but it was just it'd be it'd be whack if, you know, two Bridgeport podcasts had the same guest on. I was like, yo, I never want the same fucking guest they had. So if they got to somebody before I did, they got that. And vice versa. So they never I think we only shared maybe like two of the same guests or three of the same guests. Um But yeah, Shannon came, we had a good time. Um Shanika came. Next episode, she was cool. My mother, she's a makeup artist. I just wanted to get people from different walks of life on the show. So, got her on the show. Had a good time. Um, Let's see. Episode 31. I guess girl had a problem with somebody called her a bitch or something like that. And now, episode 32 with Brent from Game Haven. This nigga is by far the wildest one we had. I think I think he's by far the wildest guest we we've ever had, with the shit he was saying. And if I can get that audio, if I can find that audio, I'm putting that shit out because Game Haven isn't even a place anymore. And y'all need to hear the wild shit he was saying because Game <laughs> Game Haven was a place that I went to that I found out about that basically like a. a like a like an arcade type of thing where it's like a a gaming hub. You know, he has all these TVs, these gaming consoles, these old school arcade games, and you basically pay a certain amount just to you know sit there and play video games for like you know a couple of hours or whatever. So Brent owned the spot, and I strictly want to talk about video games, the company, how he got started, yada yada. This man started going into like prostitutes in Mexico and his dad doing drugs and him doing drugs and him and his wife getting a divorce and all this wild shit. And if I, I got to find that fucking audio and let that episode fly because that nigga was saying some of the wildest shit that. And then it then the shit with this episode, right? So. He knowingly says all this shit. I'm like, yo. Do we want to put this episode out? At some point in the episode, I say, yo, do we want to put this out? So I'm editing this shit for a week. Trying to be creative. Trying to put video game sound effects where beep should be. Where shit he wants me to cut out. Do the episode. Let him hear it. Cool. Goes up. All the good shit is cut out. It's just mad video game effects and noises and bullshit. Put the episode up. Right? Episode's up maybe like three days. His ex-wife sends me a message. Says, yo. 
y'all gotta take this down. Or I'm gonna sue you guys for defamation of character. I'm going to sue you guys. Who the fuck is sued for a podcast? Why does your ex-husband know? He knowingly said this shit. When I tried to change the subject, he went right back to drugs. He went right back to whatever the fuck. He, yo, he went left field so many times. I got tired of trying to change direction. Let that nigga go and say what he want to say. So, wife sends us a message. Says, yo, y'all don't take this down. I'm going to sue you guys for defamation of character. I'm like, I bet. I don't want these problems. Take the episode down. So now we missing a fucking episode. So now it goes from 31 to 33. So at that point, it's just it's just extreme highs and like not even lows. It's just like a roller coaster. It's just like a, a just a up. It just it just keeps going up. Like this shit can't get no better than this because at this point I think we're having pretty good episodes. Everyone that comes on the show is having fun. Even when it's just us three, we cracking jokes, we having fun, we talking shit to each other. Everyone's having fun, right? So, episode 33, nothing nothing interesting happens. Episode 34 is Bria Simone. Shout out to Bria. Now, I'm not on Twitter often. So, I go on Twitter one day, right? And I just keep somebody like they keep they keep tagging Bria Simone. I, I just keep seeing this fucking name pop. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is Bria Simone? Like, I've only been off off Twitter like three days, and all of a sudden, like it's Bria Simone Bria. Like, who the fuck is this? So, do some research on her. Look her up on Twitter. I'm like, oh, she she seems like she's pretty popping. Who is she? I'm gonna get her on the show. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, not long. Before that, she was on somebody else's show. I think she did. I think she did trail show or something like that. I don't know. But see her on Twitter. Hit her up. Like, yo, I do a podcast. Would you like to come on? Yada, yada. So comes on the show. Not a problem. It's just me and me and boy. And it's it's nothing crazy. You know, listen to the episode. We have fun. Me and uh, Bria have a report now. We talk, you know, every now and then. Um, next episode is Big E. Big E, that's that's one of my favorite episodes because of the shit that he got into where it was like he was just telling the stories about how he used to work for um Rick Ross and DTP and all the shit that he was into. That was one of my favorite episodes. That shit was so long that we had to cut that into two episodes and we put that out like the, I think the next week. Yeah, we so so we had one episode one week and then the other half next week. And we was that was that was our longest episode at that point. And we was there for like three three hours plus. And we was drinking. I remember this shit because we was drinking. And because I didn't expect to be there for so long, I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. And we was still all carpooling at this point, right? So we had G Studio talking. Big E's telling us all these stories. I'm intrigued, but I'm fucking Toe up. Toe the fuck up. So, interview's over. And E leaves. And me and boy are talking to G. G's talking to me, but I can't see shit. Everything is blurry. I'm trying to pull myself together. I'm thinking like, damn, this ain't going to end good. 
yo, just get me home. I got to go now. Mind you, boy is driving. I got to go home right the fuck now. I can't see shit. I am drunk. I think we was drinking Bacardi. I am fucked up. We get in the car. On the way home, I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't going to make it. Mm-mm. So, pull over to the side of the road. I throw up my whole life. Whole life just comes out in one file swoop, right? Niggas take me home. Girl I'm seeing at the time helps me out the car, puts me in the bed. I fall asleep. I wake up. All my clothes has changed. I'm like, damn, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I don't get blackout drunk, but I remember getting to bed. I don't remember her changing my clothes and shit. Like, I had on, like, shorts, and I was under covers, and I woke up. Food was done. Like, she was, she was, she was great. So, that was fun. And then, our year anniversary. So, at this point, I'm thinking, yo, we rocking. At this point, I'm thinking, yo, with the team I got, we could be the biggest podcast in Connecticut. At this point, nobody's better than us. Nobody nobody is, is putting out the content that we are. Nobody has the video aspect. No one has, you know. Let's see. Like, no one's as entertaining as us. So, we're doing a podcast. 37, episode, 37 episodes in. We're killing shit. People starting to know our names. People starting to be like, yo, you do the podcast. I want to come on the show. Like, we starting to get our names out there. Now we we rocking, right? We getting better guests from Connecticut. So I I, I want to say that started with like ES, I want to say. When we started getting like guests that really like make noise, I want to say. Shout out to everybody, but ES was like the one like, yo, I saw that nigga on TV, now he on my show type thing. And then I, I love tattoos, so that, that was a big thing for me. It was like, yo, this nigga's actually doing something. So, New Year, so one year anniversary, cool, we rocking. So, then we have Wednesday Adams on the show. That's somebody I, I knew through my baby mother, shout out to her. I don't even know if she's still doing music anymore, but shout out to her. Then we got Shannon. Shannon comes back and Cuppy comes back. No matter of fact, Cuppy doesn't come back. This is Cuppy's first time on the show, I think. Now, at this point, we do have a sponsor. We have a sponsor of this girl who has this company called Drink Cups. they basically nutcrackers. And she had them in all different types of flavors. So, I found out about her through an event that girl had went to. I'm like, yo, it'll be dope if you sponsored our show. We give these to the guests, get them a little drunk, give them a little tipsy, whatever, and we have a good show. Them shits had niggas fucked up. Everyone that came on the show loved them shits. So, Cuppy comes on, Shannon comes on, and that was, we recorded that episode like before Halloween or something like that. And... We just had a good time. We just had a good fucking time. Um, episode 40. Skeezy and Maul. Now, because Boy is originally from Stanford. He found out about this rapper from Stanford. Which is Skeezy. 
That was one of the only guests. Boy only got two guests ever on that show. And Skeezy was one of them. So Skeezy comes on the show, right? Hold on. Close this goddamn door. Skeezy comes on the show, right? And never heard of Skeezy. But apparently he making moves. He's he's in Stanford. He's trying to, you know, break into like the I guess the Bridgeport area, New Haven area, whatever. You know, he's back and forth to New York. He's giving us his story. Skeezy's cool. Now, let me see. At this point, we don't have too many rappers on the show. Other than King Dreams. Um yeah, King Dreams and Skeezy at this point. Yeah. So, now, I want to introduce a new segment called The Bar Exam, right? Where I got where I have these uh, rappers rap. So, throw on the instrumental, go crazy, right? So, I'm not sure. I had to listen back. I haven't listened to these episodes in, since I did them. So, King Dreams might have rapped. I know, I think Skeezy rap. No, Skeezy definitely rap. So that's when I introduce the segment, the bar exam. That's when rappers freestyle on the show. And that's all thanks to G. G set that shit up perfectly. So, uh, episode 41 is Ja. Um, that's probably our worst episode, in my opinion. Probably not our worst, but it was a bad episode because he was nervous and he had got too high and. He was recommended to me by ES. He was like, yo, this dude Jai got a bunch of stories. He works at Powerhouse. His uncle's this, that, and the third. And I think homie was just like nervous or just got really fucking high and just couldn't answer shit. He was just like, it was, we had to like drag answers out of him, which was a fucking pain in the ass. Um, Flan, episode 42. Flan came late because I guess he wanted to bring us some hats and, uh, he was an artist I kept seeing on Instagram that I loved his work. And I was like, damn, that shit is like, it, it was amazing work. And I wanted to get him on the show. And that was one of the guests that Roundtable Discussion actually had on this show. And something had happened where he was on their show before he was on our show. But I think I booked him first. But I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. But he rescheduled. We got him on the show then. Good conversation. Uh, Patrick Fenor. He's a, a rapper that I, I, I've been hearing about for years. Hit him up. Had him on the show. Um, Joey Bats. Joey Bats I heard heard about from Ken Tuccio, actually. Ken had him on his show. Hit him up like, yo, you want to come on my show? I had never heard of him. But I had heard one of his songs on ESPN. Didn't know it was him. Another time the audio fucked up. Cause I guess G had to step out and he he had his son do something and then during the freestyle segment he had somebody else engineer the shit and G was the only one that knew how to make the audio and the instrumental play at the same time and just something fucked up and I don't know but we got the shit done it's not the best quality but it is what it is uh Ricky Tan we ended 2006, the year 2016 with Ricky Tan. I want to talk to somebody from Hot 937. Uh, Ricky Tan was doing the uh, Sunday shows on Hot 937 and got him on the show. That's when uh, 
Dimolo I just passed. Rest in peace to him. And uh, yeah, we talked to him. Had, had had a good conversation. I think he out in Florida right now. He in school. Trying to learn how to be a producer and a better musician. Uh, Vernon Thompson. Um, Vernon Thompson was running for um, something with the district. Um, I, f- I forget. He was running for something with the district and he, and he won. And I had him on the show. Then I, I remember that he used to be a rapper. After he uh, said that, oh, he, he used to be in this group called Catch-22. And I was like, oh, shit, I remember that nigga. And I didn't know that was him. But we he came on the show. We had a great conversation. Uh, y Jones came back on the show after that. Now, <clears throat> this is where me and Y Jones' relationship takes a, takes a turn for the worse. So, at this point, you know... My co-hosts aren't really doing research on the guests. I'm interviewing all the guests. 95, 97, 98% of the questions are coming from me. If they got something to throw in, they throw it in. But it's really mindless bullshit. It's not really anything that drives the conversation forward. It's just, just throwing shit in. Girl could care less about shit at this point. She doesn't really want to be there at this point. I can tell. Um, are we still carpooling at this point? I think we are. I think I think at this point we're still carpooling, right? So Y Jones comes on the show, and it's just like a recap because I see her doing some things. She started this interview series. She's interviewing uh, DJ EFN. She's trying to interview uh, Scotty Beam. She's doing this video series. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me check back in with Scotty Beam. She's she's talking to Sway. You know, she's just moving and shaking out here. So let me talk to Y Jones now. This is my fault that, that this interview went as bad as it did because I ran out of questions because I didn't do as much research as I should have done, thinking that my co-hosts were going to step up to the plate. And them niggas never did. Never did. So, after the interview, Why Jones gets it in her mind that she wants to start talking bad about me. And she's telling another up-and-coming podcaster to, I guess in a sense, not fuck with me because the interview fell flat at certain points. And she was talking bad about another podcaster, like, nah, he corny, he boring. But Domino, you know, he, like, it, it was something to the effect of, like, he doesn't take his craft seriously. I just did an interview with him. He didn't have anything to say. He didn't have anything to talk about. So why invite me on the show? Just like bad-mouthing me thinking the shit wasn't going to get back to him. So I'm like, all right, bitch, fuck you too then. So our relationship takes a dip. I'm like, yo, if you had something to say, you could have called me. You have my number. We we Me and my we, me and Wyatt Jones had a good report. We used to talk every now and then. Like we had some things in the works. We was talking about doing some stuff. Then this shit happened. This shit went left. Uh, Anthony Flamia. This dude, this is top three, my favorite episodes, right? Anthony Flamia is a dude that I found out through my ex, and I seen him on Vine a couple of times. He used to do this, these uh, things on a, on, a, on, a, on a looper. So he used to take his voice and just make beats with the shit. If, if you listen to the episode, it's still a good episode. That's, like I said, it's one of my top three favorite episodes. So comes on the show, brings his looper. 
girl wants to suck him off. She's just eye-fucking this nigga the whole time. And it was it was a great episode. We had a great conversation. Um, like I said before, I'm inter- I'm doing all the interviewing. And at the end of the episode, he gives, he gives us a performance. He brings his looper. He does his thing. Dope shit. Um, another thing with this episode, right? So... At this point, I'm still paying for everything. I'm still paying for all the fucking studio time. Nobody's throwing in a dime. I'm not saying shit because we're carpooling back and forth. Cool. Girl is including nothing. She just gets a free ride to the studio, free ride back home. She in, she inputs nothing during the show, basically, when it comes to the interview portion. Barely in, in the topic portion. Red flag 52. What the fuck are y'all doing here at this point? Alright, so what the show has morphed into, we're interviewing people, we're booking guests, you know, I'm spending money on studio time, what are you guys doing? I'm bringing topics to the table, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? Why are you here? They're not booking guests, they're not giving me money, like, they're, they're, they're doing nothing. You're not researching the guests that we have on the show. What are you doing? No, boy's still doing the video shit. Cool. Let that slide. He's contributing something. Girl is doing nothing. At this point, I'm like, yo, whether you come or don't come, it makes me no never mind because you're not here when you're here. Makes me no fucking difference. So next episode, neither of them show up. And this is weird and proud of Bob. Shout out to Bobby. So, they don't come on the show, so we have no video, and I meet Bobby, I've told the story a few times, so I follow Bobby on Instagram, right? He makes memes, it's just hilarious, right? I don't know Bobby is from where I'm from, I don't know he's from Connecticut, I don't think he's from like down south, midwest, excuse me, somewhere, right? Until he posts something about Meek Mill. And Meek Mill had a concert in Connecticut. Someone had got shot and killed. And he posts about it. So I'm like, oh shit, this nigga from the town. Let me holler at homeboy. So at this point, this nigga got like 50k followers, right? I'm like, this nigga's never going to hit me back. Hit the nigga up. And he answered my, he, he answered my uh, DM. I'm like, yo, shit's is funny. You want to come on the show? Surprisingly says yeah. So comes on the show. We chop it up. Just me and him. I is this the first episode where it's just me? Let's see. Um This might be the first episode where it's just me. Yep. 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 First episode where it's just me. So, me and Bobby chop it up, probably said some flagrant shit, good episode, right? Episode 50, we halfway there, half fucking way there. Episode 50, no guess, I assume it's a cool episode, uh, 51, uh, 52, 52 is Mike Flows, right? Been hearing about this nigga for a while, liked his music, decided to have him on the show, great conversation with Mike Flows. Still, I think, 
probably top five rappers in uh not Bridgeport in, in, in Connecticut right now. Um next episode is Chris Fury. Also, in my top three episode, just because of how many gems that this nigga Chris dropped in this episode. So, more than anything, I'm a fan of music. I like to know the ins and outs of shit. The ins and outs of shit. And Chris just came on there dropping so many jewels and gems and giving us insight on this and telling us his history and this, that, and the third. And I didn't even want to, like, I just wanted him to keep talking. Like, I didn't want to ask questions or to disrupt shit. I just wanted him to keep fucking going. Just keep going and talking. But that was a great episode. That's another episode that was long as hell. There we had to chop in it too. And I'm not chopping no more episodes up because trying to edit two different episodes of the same person, not just putting out one long episode. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking with that shit. <laughs> episode 54, Just Being Polite and Skinny B. Now, this episode was fucked up for a couple of reasons, right? First of all, just being polite, I think it was OB that hit me up. Shout out to OB. He hit me up about being a guest on the show with his crew, friend, and uh, Cal. So I'm like, all right, cool. Y'all niggas want to come through? Cool. And uh, Skinny B has this card game that she has with AB, with AV, Amber. Shout out to Amber. Called University of Dope. And I saw it through uh, Facebook, just like I found G-Studio. And I'm like, all right, boom. Let me hit hit up one of them. AV lives in New York, so she couldn't come to the episode. But Skinny B lives in Hartford. So I'm like, all right, boom. You know, come to the show. Let's talk about your car game, whatever, whatever. My stupid ass double booked. I booked both these niggas on the same day. And forgot. So I didn't want to cancel on either of them. So I didn't know that just being polite was three niggas at the time. And Skinny B was coming by herself. So I'm like, all right, this shit should go over well. Turned out to be one of the most interesting episodes that we've had. If, if I had a top five, that's probably top five. It's just because it was pure laughs and, and meeting them niggas. And I guess they had heard our episode with Vernon. And I guess Vernon used to coach one of them or something like that. And, you know, they probably saw what we was doing. Maybe came on the show. I don't I don't know. I haven't talked to them about it. Maybe they came on the show because they liked our show. Maybe they were trying to, you know, steal some of our fans. So they, you know, you know for their podcast or whatever. Whatever the case may be, I enjoyed it. You know, me and uh, OB have a, have a rapport now. So, shout out to OB. Uh, let's see, Ken Tuccio and Miss Hill. Miss Hill, um, I met on Facebook and she does a radio show called the Miss Hill Extravaganza on one of them Caribbean stations in Bridgeport. I don't know what fucking station it is, but girl wasn't there and I need somebody to fill in. So I'm like, all right, you know, you said you wanted to be on the show. Why don't you come be on the show and we're going to talk about this and the third. You can fill in for our, our female uh, host that's not here today. And I want to just catch up with Ken, you know, come back on the show. He had just got his radio show at, at, uh, at 95.9 to Fox. So I want to talk to him about that. Talk about any other projects he's been up to. And I don't want to say it was a bad show, but it didn't go how I planned because... At some point, I ran out of questions to ask Ken, and 
I didn't do as much research as I should have done. And the reason I don't do a lot of research is just because I got too much shit going on with work. And then when I get home, I don't feel like looking up you niggas. And I just I just be tired of shit. And then, you know, when, when the weekend comes, when I do get some free time, you know, I got my kids and they running around and they need time. So it's like it's kind of hard to just have a fucking free moment to sit down and carve out time to, to, to look up stuff about people. But that's all excuses because you know if i want to do this shit i gotta i gotta give up something uh so ken tujo episode he comes back it's not really always correct it's kind of like you walk y jones episode but he don't talk shit about me um hustle man next episode now this hustling ass man has been Apparently, all around Connecticut, hustling people for years and years and years. I thought he was just in Bridgeport hustling people. I thought he was the Bridgeport hustle man until I had him on the show. Like, oh, that nigga used to be in New Haven doing this. Or, oh, he used to be in Bristol doing this. I'm like, yo, this nigga get around. I thought he was just, like, local, taking little kids' shoe money and and earrings and chains and Walkmans and shit. But had hustle man on the show just to get his story a little bit. And, you know, that that was a dope episode. He did a couple of his tricks in front of us. Still don't know how he did half of them, but shout out to Hustle Man. Uh, Chill Shump. Uh, when I had Mike Flows on the show, I was like, yo, who the fuck, like, you doping all, but who the fuck is doing this production? He was like, oh, my boy Shump. So I'm like, yo, Shump is, like, astronomical. Like, this like this nigga beats as hard as shit. So hit Shump up. His uh his shump to be on the show. He says, "Yeah, another episode that was long as hell that we cut into two, um, because I'm a music head. We he he gets in there and we have a dope conversation. He brings his girl Kayla. You know, we have a dope conversation with her as well. But you know, like I said, shump comes in there. We just have a good conversation about music and his career and you know everything else. Uh, next episode, Tanasia. Tanasia comes." Boy and girl ain't there. Uh, funny shit happens with Tanaja. She brings Jordan Rio. Jordan, you still on my shit list because you owe me my shit. But she brings Jordan Rio. And what happens? I think they locked their keys in the car. So now they got equipment that they need that are, that's in the car. And we can't start the fucking show without them. So the show don't start for like... So they get there and the show don't start for like another hour and a half. And... Tanaja's there, and I know I, I kept seeing her name from a radio show she was doing, and she was interesting, so I wanted to get her on the show, talk to her, you know, see where her head was at. Um, Jordan came there with his camera, and he took he took a couple of pictures. You know, I got a couple of good good flicks out of it, but uh, good episode, Tanaja. And then next is Was I on Key and Eka G. Now. Eka G is my homegirl, and I had to been I had been trying to get in touch with Wazi for a while, and it wasn't really panning out. I was like, "Yo, hit up hit up Wazi for me and see if he'll come on the show." And Wazi wasn't for the bullshit. He ain't want to talk about no hot topics. He ain't want to you know discuss nothing that ain't have to do with him and his career. He just wanted to get straight to the shit. Like, yo, I'm here to talk about me, and you know we sat there. Uh, Again, I asked all the questions, and we had a pretty good interview. I, I I say that that was a good interview, 
uh, you know, I got a, I got a lot out of that shit. Uh, episode 60 and 61. 61 was annoyed. Annoyed we did during a weekday, I think. His album had just came out. I forget which one, but an album had just come out. And we sit down, talk to Annoyed on like a Monday or Tuesday or whatever. And he had been doing press and going all over the place. I, I kind of feel bad that, that we made the nigga freestyle too. But he comes in, we have a good conversation. You know, he's out. And then episode 62 to 63, Room City and Chris P. I think I invited them last minute because the guests that we had kind of like flaked and like had to reschedule some shit. So asked them to come through, have a cool little episode. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, Brittany Crush sixty four. I had seen, I've been seeing videos of Brittany Crush for a while, and I I loved her voice, and she had followed me on Instagram like a year or two prior. So I had always had her her name in my head. But I had never seen too much from her. But then I started seeing stuff more and more on like Instagram and uh, Twitter and stuff. So I invited her on the show. Um, I think girl wasn't there. I think Ebony came. I don't. I don't. I don't remember if, if boy was there or not. And it's at this point I don't think we're carpooling anymore, right? So that's when like red flag seventy seven starts to come up because. I could tell it's starting to be like a little bit of like distance or turmoil or something like that because he doesn't want to pick us up anymore. Now it's like I I, I got to find a ride there. Girl has to find a ride or she has to ride with one of us or something like that. But he's still doing the video thing. Everybody seems to be on board. Every Everybody's moving at a steady pace. Everyone's, you know, we're looking at each other and, you know, everything's moving. One thing I forgot way 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 fucking earlier right so we do episode with dj right episode 15 we do episode 16 17 18 19 we get to episode 19 right and i get an email talking about yo just um this is such and such and he wants to start a podcast network and he wants us to be a part of his podcast network. So at this point, I'm thinking, yo, we the best fucking podcast in the world. We the best podcast in Connecticut bar none. Nobody's fucking with us. We just got an offer to be a part of a podcast network. This nigga wants to start a podcast network and wants us to be a part of it. So I'm thinking we about to start getting paid off of doing podcasts. And we only such and such episodes in. How is this possible? Nigga, we popping. So we sit down, have the meeting, sign the contracts. I'm like, I bet we are officially signed to a podcast network. We all get even splits. We are officially signed. We getting money off of just having fun and doing what the fuck we do, right? Week goes by. Two weeks go by. Four weeks. Eight weeks. Nothing. So now it says on the contracts after a year, these contracts are null and void. Whatever you signed away to is null and void. Nothing ever comes from this contract. I don't hear about this contract ever again. Now, 
it was a at this point it's more of a roller coaster you bring us all the way up to bring us all the way down so we thinking we getting signed we thinking we doing something great and we get let down but now we know niggas is watching and we doing something fantastic that people want to be a part of that people want to be a part of and want us to be a part of so now at this point we just got to keep moving so opportunities will come we just got to keep working ah, this water hitting different that fucking cognac didn't go down right so annoyed 62, 63, 64 was Brittany Crush. 65. This was the other guest that Boy brought in. Callie Hillman. Which he thought was a black woman. Not a black woman. Whole white woman out here. From Bridgeport Generation Now. You think it's because she works in Bridgeport. She's a part of this youth organization. In Bridgeport, she's a black woman. Whole white woman out here. Bring her there. And we have a we have a good talk. We actually did Brittany and Callie in, in this in the same day. So Callie was only there for an hour. And then Brittany came and we did like another hour and a half, something like that. So so we had a good conversation uh with that one. Uh now episode sixty six and sixty seven. We do this during the week, because usually we, we record on Sundays, but we do this during the week. So, it's close to Father's Day. King Dreams come back on the show. I guess he got a new project coming out, single coming out, something's coming out. Comes on the show, we start talking about the single. Me and him are there by ourselves, so we just start talking as two dads, right? So, Father's Day is coming up, I'm asking him about his kids. I'm talking about mine, how it feels to be a father, this, that, and the third. You know, it turns out what it what it is, and then, you know, turned out to, turned out to be a good episode, better better than what I thought it was. I think we recorded the show on, on like a Friday. Father's Day was like that Sunday. Uh, Tia Long, another episode. Second, second episode, I'm there by myself. So it was King Dreams, then it's Tia Long, back to back, by myself. Alright, so at this point, something's wrong. Right? So now, been hearing a lot about Tia Long. Invite her on the show. Have a great conversation. I give her the nickname Young Legend, or it comes up somehow. I don't know. But that Young Legend moniker title that she has right now comes from this show. I don't know how. I gotta listen back to the show. That's what it is, right? So, 69. Nikki Ellis, right? So, boy is not there. This time, girl is there. And now, at this point, I'm cool with Iffy again. I'm cool with my child's mother again. This whole time, we're not dating. We're not doing anything, right? So, from episode one up until episode maybe 67, not dating, not talking, well, well, we're talking because we have kids, but we're not dating anything, right? 67 comes up. I guess she she always been spying on me and listening to episodes. Girls are fucking weird. So she listens to that episode, whatever, and we're back in communication. I guess when 
Tia Long comes about. I guess we're trying to get back into the swing of things. In this 69, she comes on the show, right? I don't know what happened at this point. We might be fucking, I don't know. Something, something happens, but she's back on the show. She's on the show now. So it's me, girl, Iffy, uh, Nikki Ellis, and her husband. So, episode 69, she's there with her husband. Things get a little raunchy. You know, we have this segment that we, this impromptu segment that we do called Mr. Nasty Time. So, you know, we get there, we have fun talking to the couple. Then we talk to Nikki Ellis about her music career, just at the third. You know, shit, shit's going off without a hitch. So, this is where shit goes really left, right? Like, really, really left. So, at this point, I guess boy starts acting like a bitch, right? And he's over the whole podcasting thing, right? But he's not telling me this. I would hope... As a man, you would come to me and not just ghost me, right? Like, yo, I'm not feeling this, this, that, and third. At least come to me as a man. Don't just fucking disappear. So, I'm asking him, you know, if he's coming to the studio, when he's coming to the studio. I'm getting vague answers. And Jordan, I think, matter of fact, Jordan Rio was there, right? And he was taking the video for this episode. And I said, Jordan... Send me the video. I'm gonna have my man chop it up, do his thing that 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 he does with the uh the editing, and you know that'll be that. So trying to get in contact with boy bitch ass, he's not answering. He's sending like one word one word replies, not really replying like as fast as he used to. I'm asking him like, yo, can you edit this Nikki Ellis footage? Email it to him. Never hear from him again. Like, literally, to this day, since after July 5th, 2017, haven't heard from this nigga since. Still waiting on a reply from my email. Haven't heard shit. So, instead of being a fucking man and telling me, like, yo, I'm not feeling this shit no more, I think I'm about to be out. And I think the argument comes from, I think... It comes from the fact that at at some point, me, G, and him are having a conversation about something. I don't remember what the conversation was about, right? Now, at one point, I say, talking about boy, he knows his job. Didn't mean nothing by it. Just saying that we all have a certain role on the show, you know? I deal with the audio. I edit the audio. You take care of the video and the promotion stuff. We all promote it. This, that, and the third. This nigga gets the attitude saying, I don't get paid for this shit. Nigga, what have you paid for? You paid for gas to come up here, and that's about it. You haven't paid for any studio sessions. When uh, Anthony Flamier came up here, and he asked for gas money because... That was a guest that I really wanted, so he asked me for gas money, because he made a trip all the way from fucking, uh, I think Yonkers, to G Studio in Ansonia. I asked you to, to pony up some bread for that. That was the attitude. 
And then for this nigga to say, oh, I don't get paid for this. I don't get paid for this. You haven't paid for anything in like two years. So me asking you to do something for the betterment of the show so we can eventually get to a bag and get paid for this, just keep working. What's wrong with doing free work? I'm just asking you to do your part. I'm not your boss. I'm not commanding you to do anything. I'm just saying, yo, this nigga know his job. Jokingly. I guess at that point, he ain't have the heart to come to me and say, say anything else. He just flat up disappeared. So now, episode 70. Cam Bottom and Eddie Deuce, right? Now, Bobby introduces me to Cam Bottom, right? He says, yo, it's this dude I went to high school with. He rapping, he nice. And I look him up. I'm like, yo, this nigga's some old, some old eccentric type of nigga. He's 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 interesting. Bars ain't that bad either. Fuck it, let's have him on the show. So I hit up Cambada. Or I hit up Eddie Eddie or Cambada. One of them I hit up. Get Cambada on the show. And since Bobby knows Cambada, ask him to come on the show. Bobby comes on the show. If he's on the show, boy and girl ain't there. So, girl has a different reason for not coming. Uh, boy just taps out. Like I said, haven't heard from this bitch nigga since. It's all good though. So, Cambada comes on the show. Have a great show. Interesting dude. Talk about all types of shit, right? Everyone, everyone that, that comes on the show seems to have a good time at this point. Everyone's enjoying the conversation. They like the interview questions. Just that and a third, right? So chop that shit into two episodes. Next episode is Kenny V and Motivational Chris, right? This is another guest that uh, Roundtable's had that we've also had. But I think like the uh, time frame is like like eight months or something like that. It's a, it's a long time. So they come on the show. And... It's supposed to be about Kenny V, but then motivational Chris just won't stop talking. It's supposed to be about Kenny V, his music career. You know, motivational Chris just eventually takes over the whole conversation, just won't shut the fuck up. Trying to, I don't know. He just won't shut up. It's just all about him now. Kenny has his little tidbits here and there. I think Chris comes late and he just sits down and. Now, now it's the Chris show. I don't know. So, at the at the end of the episode, Kenny freestyles. Uh, girl brings her new man in, and that's when the shit goes left with that one. Cause at this point, now she's not showing up. Now she's all uh, invested in, in her new man and said, "Fuck the show. Show means nothing to her anymore." And she would always like come in the studio and just just, just like disappointed and defeated. Like she like she needed like 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 she needed love type of thing. Like like she needed a man to like validate her or something like that. Or just like it was missing from her life and like that was like a driving for I don't know. But it just seems like once she got some dick on like the regular, everything just became cloudy and like the show became like an afterthought. It was one time, I forgot what show it was. I forgot which episode it was. 
But she had asked me and boy to do the show either earlier or later. I don't know, but she had changed the time, right? She changed the time. And then, all right, we're going to conform to what you say. So we're going to do the show at this time, right? Show to the studio at that time just for her to say she can't make it. Bitch, you told us to come here at this time. Now you can't make it at the time you told us to come here. What kind of fucking logic is this? So at this point, I'm done with it. She don't have to come to no more shows. You got your dick. You're happy. Cool. Go on your merry fucking way. At this point, I don't care. And I think that's the last show that she's on. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's the last show she's on. Yep. Is it? I don't know. Yep, I think that's the last show she's on. So then, after Kenny V, I start having Bobby and Iffy up there on a regular. So I asked Bobby to come through like, yo, such and such ain't coming. You want to come fill in, my nigga? He comes, he comes. Yo, this podcast has done a lot for me in the past three years. Well, well, no, four years. I should have been had this this hundredth episode. I have made a lot of friends doing this podcast, like people that once were guests, and now they like 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 we're actual friends and shit. Like ES, me and him have a rapport. We actually talk. You know, I go to visit him at his studio. Like we actually talk on like a normal basis. Kentuccio has done more for me than friends that I've known. 10 plus years, we go out, we have beers, he, he's invited me to, to football games and shit, Bobby, that's my nigga now, now we do a show together, like, this shit is, this shit is actually wild with, what this podcast has actually turned into, for me, at least, it's made me see the true colors in a lot of people, yeah, it's made me see the true colors in a lot of people. That I really don't care to fuck with or talk to ever again. Because what happened was... I'm, I'm not mad at... More so them leaving the show. I'm more so disappointed... As to how they left. Because there was like no words. There was no, there was no conversation. There was no dialogue. There was no text messages, emails. They just... All of a sudden just weren't there. And I knew this day would come. I, I knew I knew one day they just wouldn't be there and I would I would be doing this shit by myself. I, I knew from the beginning that they weren't in this from the long haul. For the long haul. And I, and I don't know why I put my trust in people I didn't really that weren't really my friends. Never never do any projects with people that aren't really your friends or have your best best interests at heart. Cause when shit got rocky, no one said shit. Then when shit got all the way bad, they just up and left. Those ain't friends, my nigga. There ain't even people I wanna be around. And I'm glad they left. At this point, I really don't care. 
So let's see. So 72 was Bobby and Iffy. Uh, let's see. Tie and loyalty. I think Boy was there for that. I think Boy was here for that. So I invite my homegirl as gay and her girlfriend to the show. Just, you know, just to learn more about their culture and their ways and, you know, because I don't know that much about it. I just know that she's gay and I have questions about homosexuality and, you know, I've known her for about, at this point, like eight years or something like that. Just got, just having questions, just chopping up with the homie, seeing what's up. Uh, cool Q. Um, that was a favor from, um... I can't think of homie name, but he came down with T alone. He's like, yo, I got this artist out of Hartford that he uh that he's cool with. Asked me to interview him. Cool dude. Um Shaquille Watson. Shaquille Watson was um a guy that asked me for an interview. And he does like CT unlock and all this shit. And he had this grandiose plan of what he wanted CT Unlock to be and what he wanted to do with CT Unlock. And boy was there. Yeah, boy, boy's not going at this point. He's he's still around. And what we were just trying to explain to Shaquille is like, yo, before you try to take over the world, nigga, take over your your street and your town. He has these grandiose plans of, you know, I want I want to take over the music scene in like Atlanta and New York and this place and that place. Like, nigga, you ain't even conquered home yet. Like, what have you shown us? What what makes you think you're going to be this driving force? And you young. You don't even know. You don't even have a foundation yet. You just have ideas and lip service. You don't even have, like, a plan yet. There's nothing tangible that we can see or touch. It's just words and ideas. But, you know, you can't, you can't make niggas see it. They have to see it for themselves. I don't know. Let's see. Who the fuck is next? Uh... Genesis Robles from Hot 93.7. This turned out to be a dud because I guess at the time, I, I don't know how old Genesis was. I think she was, she had to be like 18, she had 18, 19. She, had, she, she was real young and she had just joined the morning show not too long before this interview. And I just wanted to sit down and talk to her. And a big problem that guests usually have on this show is that they don't listen to the show before they come to the show. And then we say some wild shit. And I guess this wasn't a part of Genesis, I guess, brand. So after the show, I tried to hit her up to thank her for being on the show and if she could promote it. And she said she was going to put it on her on her blog that she had on the Hot 937 website. Never heard shit from her again either. She just didn't want to hit me back. I guess after the show, she was like, I can't fuck with these guys. These guys are going to make me look bad. So, never heard from her again. Wish her the best of luck, though. Uh, let's see. Pace. Pace. Boy is still around where Pace is here. Boy is still around. I think this is the last episode with Boy, though. Yep. Definitely. Last episode with Boy. 
after this, don't know what the fuck happened to him. Don't really care. <laughs> so Pace comes through. Pace manages annoyed. Pace manages annoyed, and I just wanted to talk to him, get his story. Seems like an interesting dude. You got one of the biggest acts in Connecticut. Uh, you running around doing this and the third form. I just wanted to get your story. So he's on the show. Uh, Hesh comes on the show, and uh, yeah, we just have a good time. A lot of laughs, and you know, it is what it is. Uh, Chris Sear, episode seventy nine. This is the first episode where it's just me and Iffy, I think. It's me, Iffy, and the guest. So now, at this point, Iffy's part of the show. She's part of the show. She's my girlfriend. We're back together. We're on great terms. She's part of the show. At first, she she comes on the show, and it seems like she just wants to be a part of what her man is doing. She just wants to like see like the inner workings, then... After she gets on the mic, she see, she seems like she actually like enjoys the shit. So at this point, she's just coming with me to do the show every week. So yeah, she was there for since Nikki Ellis at sixty nine. She yeah, but now we at seventy nine with Chris there. So that, at that point, she's there for like ten episodes. So Chris there comes. I see him at a uh. Where do, where do I see Chris at? Chris did a a. A, a comedy spot at, at a, this place in Bridgeport called Just Right Studio. Saw him there. Up and coming comedian. Wanted to get his story. Interesting dude. Funny dude. Um, just being polite comes back next episode. So it's Iffy and these three assholes. So good episode to my niggas. Uh, Carl Michelle. Uh, again, Bobby comes back. Uh, so it's me, Bobby, Iffy. And uh, we talked to Carl about him and his book, you know, his hip-hop influences, what, what made him write a book, author, positive attitude, the changes from when he was a teenager to now, and just how he's just grown as a man. And then next episode is probably my biggest interview at that time, which is DJ Jazzy Joyce, right? DJ Jazzy Joyce, I met through Eka G that came on the episode with Wazi, with Wazi on key. So I meet Jazzy Joyce, right? So Eka G is uh, not a well, she's a, a fashion designer and like a what the fuck is the name of it? She like dresses people, like celebs and she, not not celebs, but like she stylist. There we go, boom. So she's a stylist, right? And she's styling a artist that did a song with Jazzy Joyce and they're shooting a music video, and. She hits me up, says, hey, are you off this day? I need some help. And, uh, you know, it, I, I'm styling this artist that works with uh, Jazzy Joyce. Do you know who she is? I'm like, hell yeah, I know who Jazzy Joyce is. So, hook up with hook up with Eka, and we go to the first spot to do the shoot, which is in Norwalk, I think. Yeah, so they're shooting at, the, at this hotel in Norwalk. And what she didn't tell me is that Jazzy Joyce was going to be there for this shoot. So I'm like, shit. I'm in a, like, at, at one point, I'm in a room with Jazzy Joyce by myself. I'm like, yo, you wild pussy if you don't ask her to be on your podcast right now. Now, obviously, she's here to do a job. She's in, like, a mode. 
So me and her just having ca- casual conversation while Eka's over there doing her thing with the with the artist. So ask her to be on my show. She gives me the quick spin. She's like, yeah, I got you. I think about it. Whatever, whatever. Goes about her business, right? Then I hit up. Uh, so so the day ends and uh, you know we go to to uh, Mohegan Sun to shoot the rest of the video. The day ends and. Um, well, matter of fact, hold up. The shoot ends, and everyone's taking pictures with Jazzy Joyce, right? Like, oh my God, is Jazzy Joyce everybody's taking a flick with her before she leaves, right? So, so we're done for the day, and I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna run up to Jazzy Joyce and get a pic right now. I'm gonna get a picture with Jazzy Joyce once we do an interview. Not gonna be a groupie, run up to her, hey, let me get a flick. Once we do an interview, I get my flick then. So I hit up Jazzy Joyce. On Instagram, and she hits me back. She remembers me. We set up the interview, and we go to New York to do the interview. I book the studio. Uh, we do the interview, and at the end of the, at the end of the interview, she she said, uh, "I thought she was full of shit. She thought I was just trying to like throw some shit out there so I could get her attention or like work with her or build, you know, that fake ass." Work and build shit, but I was dead ass like, yo, I got a show. Want you on my show? So, possibly the most nervous I've been doing an interview because it's hard to interview motherfuckers that that have been interviewed for like years and years and years. Like, what new question do you ask them? What haven't they been asked already? So, that's Jazzy Joyce. Then uh, I took a break. Then Royce Music Group. Shout out to them. Uh, cool episode. And then Mitch Beats and Lamont Alexander. Now, they run the CT Music and Fashion Awards. And I need to talk to them because the nominations kept pissing me off. Now, I didn't know who picked the nominations or what was the criteria for nominations. But it seemed like nobody who picked those nominations knew what the fuck they was doing or what they was talking about. When it comes to any of the nominations that, that I cared about, at least, or that I, I knew the most about when it came to, like, rappers and, like, podcasts. And when we didn't get nominated for, like, the best podcast, I was like, yo, I call complete horseshit. Because ain't none of these shows on this list better than my show. See, people like to support popularity. They don't support talent. They don't recognize talent. They only recognize, like, hey, I know this one. Let me put this one on the list because I know it. Not because it's just the best out there. Because, oh, I know it. And I need a category. And I need to fill it. So, got them on there. And we talked about that. And we just talked about how it, how it began. And, you know, where they plan on taking it. And, you know, just things like that. Now, next episode after that, I had more discrepancies with a list. Now, this was like a year in wrap-up type of thing where it was this account on Twitter put up a list of like the top 10 rappers in Connecticut that year and it was all like 860 artists and it was all bullshit and I felt like these people didn't know what the hell they was talking about like these people clearly didn't, didn't know what the hell they was talking about and that shit just pissed me off cause Somebody that knows a lot about music, like you didn't reach out to anyone, you just sat there and made your own list, and you know, we just supposed to take this as like the end all be all of lists. So I was like, nah, fuck that. So I got 
a group of people together. I got Brittany J. I got OB, Chill Shump, uh, Bobby came back, Iffy, and we just had a roundtable discussion about hip hop. Like, who do y'all think? You know, who's who's the top ten? What do y'all think about what happened this year or what happened? You know, that week that we had the show, and then uh, Gangsta Delicious had just died uh, not too long before the show. Rest in peace, Zoe. And we talked about him, and he was definitely on that list. He should probably should have been high on that list. But rest in peace to him. Uh, New Year starts. We got episode 86. Episode 87 with Chanel Sharp and Crystal. That was a good episode. Uh, Firebomb, great episode. No uh, No the Poet was 89. No No the Poet I met through... Cambada. Now, Eddie Deuce, Cambada's manager, had invited me to a show in uh, New York that they was doing. And Cambada was opening up for like Memphis Bleak or something like that. And so I'm in the dressing room backstage and Nono walks in. I'm like, oh, who's this girl? She had this big ass, like, fly ass coat like it was it looked like the frank lucas coat type of shit where it was like it was just mad flashy and gaudy like and then she walked in the room it's like like you couldn't help but notice her type thing so i think cambada introduces me to no no um he tells her about my podcast how how he had a good time you know me and no no exchange information then i talked to her manager then we set that up and then we talk about her book that came out soul vagina and uh you know, it was, it was just a good conversation. We talked about, you know, everything that's been going on with her and, and uh, traveling from South America to here and readjusting to New York life and the book and the poetry and how that comes about. So, good conversation. Uh, let's see. Anthony Williams, the workout guy. He was supposed to do that episode a long time ago. He was supposed to do that episode probably like in 2017. We, we didn't get around to doing it until 2018. So, got that done. Cool nigga. Uh, Nikki Ellis comes back, but she brings her photographer, Rena Starr. So, she wanted me to interview Rena. Comes there. We have a good time. Nice, quick conversation. You know, talk about her, her photography, her journey with photography. We made her get into it. We talk about the uh, makeshift group Twix. Um, you know, we just get to that real quick. And good, good, good time. Uh, Brittany Crush comes back. Uh, Brittany Crush and her mom got some shit to get off their chest about, I guess, the fake people in Connecticut and what's going on with Connecticut culture and who's like the, 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 the gatekeepers and, uh, just the hate and the, and the love that they get from Connecticut and just a whole lot of shit. Uh, Perry, next episode, uh, Tia Long wanted me to interview Perry. I guess he was going on some type of like single run to album run. Talk to him. Good dude. Uh, Mystery Girl and DJ Enigma. One of my favorite episodes as well. Um, Mystery Girl, I, I, didn't, I haven't seen her name all about. Didn't know a lot about her. Um, I know she did a radio show and she interviewed a lot of people. You know, she does a lot of vlogging and stuff like that. So I just wanted to talk to her real quick. Get to know her, if you know, other competition out here. And uh, let's see. Next episode is Sean Sotero. 
Now, Sean Satero, right? That episode came about in a wild way, because for one, I had reached out to Sky Zoo, right? Sky Zoo's album in celebration of was coming out. And me at Sky Zoo had scheduled an interview. So the interview was supposed to happen. And when I was trying to interview, when I was trying to research Sky Zoo, I ran across Sean Sotero's podcast where he interviewed Sky Zoo. And I'm trying to get a little tidbits and, and shit from there. But as I'm listening to the 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 interview, I'm more impressed with like Sean's research skills and his interviewing skills rather than, you know, trying to take notes and shit. So the uh Sky Zoo interview falls through. Uh I went to New York. The interview was was a scheduled, booked the room, whatever, sitting there waiting for Sky Zoo, waiting, waiting, waiting. And, you know, it's scheduled for like six o'clock, seven o'clock, something like that. So Sky Zoo says, Yeah, yeah, I'm on the way. I only booked it for like an hour and a half, something like that. So starts at seven. Half hour passes, Sky Zoo's not there. 7.30, he's not there. 8 o'clock, he's not there. 8.30, he's not there. So I'm like, all right, I'm about to bounce. So he hits me up and says, yo, I'm down the street, five minutes away, yada, yada. Five minutes in New York traffic, I guess that means an hour. So I pay for another fucking hour. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this interview with Sky Zoo done one way or another. This is by far one of my biggest interviews yet. He's a well-known rapper, you know, got an album coming out. Album had just come out maybe like a week ago. So I'm like, all right, I'm about to get some type of exclusive shit. So wait another hour. Skies was still not there. It's like, all right, I can't pay for no more time, yo. I'm out. So me and Ify get in the car. We get in the fucking car to go home. We get maybe a block away from the studio. Skies will blow my phone up. Like, yo. I'm at the door of the studio. Where y'all at? My nigga, we just left. Where the fuck are you at? So I'm like, all right, man. You know, Sky Zoo, you know, apologizes. And, you know, for the time that we paid, well, the money that we paid for the studio, he reimbursed us. So I basically got my money back for, you know, the money I wasted for, for booking the studio. So. Shout out to Sky Zoo. But, like I said, with Sean, I want to interview Sean and get to know him. So, Sean works for Complex as a writer. Hit him up. Asked him for an interview. Got him on the show. So, boom. That's how that happens in a weird, serendipitous way. So, after that, I take a break, right? Now, in, in between this break is when... Uh, Things go left in my relationship with Ify, right? So, Sean was in May. I didn't do another interview till October of 2018, right? So, May is when, you know, we're having trouble in our relationship. Shit ain't going right. Shit is getting, like, real weird between us. We ain't really talking. You know, shit is just off the rails with us, right? So, now it's like... 
this is why I didn't want to bring her on the show because it would like taint the show if we were to break up because we had gotten back together. Like she was there from the inception of the show. When I had the idea of the show before episode one, she was there when I was thinking of like the logo and I was making the intro. She was there. So for her to be on the show three years later and then now she's a part of the show. Now we seem to be breaking up. Now we break up. Now that taints the show. Because now what she once was a part of now is fucking discombobulated. Now it messes up the show for me. So now when I do the show, it's like, damn, now I'm thinking of her because when boy and girl left, didn't give a fuck. When she left, when Ify left, that shit hurt. So I'm like, damn. And I only lost my girlfriend. I lost my best friend. Lost my co-host. Somebody I, I enjoyed doing a show with. It just fit. Doing a show with your best friend. Somebody that gets you. That you can bounce jokes back and forth off of. And that, you know, just the perfect teammate. Now that shit is gone. Now that shit takes the show. So, and then I knew we wasn't going to. Because before when we broke up. It was basically like she broke up with me because I was doing some dumb shit or it was like a mutual thing. Like, yo, this ain't working. But when we broke up this time, like, I broke up with her. So that's when I knew it was like, yeah, this is like really over. And that was like really fucked up. And then I had to think about like, oh, maybe I made a bad decision. Maybe I should get her back. But in the long run, it turned out to be like the best idea for me the best thing for me so we break up now I'm trying to recover shut up so yeah we break up and I'm trying to recover now so Shaquille Watson hits me up I guess he's working with uh, Bugatti Bugatti's an artist out of, out of New Haven, right? And we booked this interview. It's on a Sunday. And that Sunday is when me and Ify have just this knockdown, drag out argument. Just like so much shit happens. Where it's like. We arguing, we talking for like hours and hours, but I got to go do this interview at one o'clock. So, go do the interview. And somehow I lose the audio. To this day, I don't know what the fuck happened. And that happened sometime in, I want to say like the end of May, beginning of June, something like that. That's when we had that interview. And I lost the fucking interview. To this day, don't know what happened to that shit. Interview's gone. So now I'm just on this hiatus. So May 10th to October 12th. Don't put out an episode. So now I'm trying to recover from this breakup. Don't really want to do the show. Show reminds me of her. Don't want to think about her. Don't do the show. So then, I had been 
wanted to interview OB for a while. Just to, you know, because he's an interesting dude, too. So I wanted to try to get get to know him more and get to his psyche and shit. So, interview OB. And that's, what, May, June, July, August, September, October. Five months after, right? Five months. Interview OB. Now I'm starting to get back into, into the, the, the swing of things. So now I'm like, I can't, I can't let this show die. So now it's like, damn, I'm really doing this show by myself now. So now I done lost two co-hosts at first, then gained one. Then that one left. Now I'm by myself. Now at this point, I never want another co-host again. So now at this point, the show has to transform into something else, right? So now it goes from hot button topics to just a straight interview series. That's what it has to go to for me to continue the show because I'm not getting another co-host. This is what it has to become, an interview series, right? So it starts with, apparently it starts with Sean. So I'm by myself with Sean. Then I'm by myself with OB. So now it's just like, all right, so I can't let this show die. This show is not going to die. I put too much work into this shit, put too much money into this shit. I cannot let this show die. All this fucking hard work for what? Because I lost a co-host? Hell no. So, OB. Then I start, I want to take this podcast in a direction of, not that I'm tired of interviewing Connecticut-based people, but it's time to expand at this point. Because like I said, I should have been at 100 episodes a long time ago. And at this point, I've been doing it three years. Missed my anniversary. Now I've been doing the podcast three years at this point. And I'm still not at 100 episodes. I'm still interviewing Connecticut-based people. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me personally... I just need to expand. I need to do more. So then I hit up Low Key. Low Key surprisingly hits me back. So, booked the interview with Low Key, and I use the same studio that, that I use all the time, and get in there, talk to Low Key, great conversation. So now I'm getting back into the swing of things. Like, all right, so now I need to start hitting people up. Sending out emails, DMs, getting guests on the show, yada, yada. So now I get Eric and Jeff from uh, A Waste of Time from A Waste of Time with It's The Real. So I get them on the show. I'm like, okay. So I got Sean. I got Low Key. I got It's The Real. So now my stock is kind of, in my head, my stock is kind of right. Not rising. I don't even want to say my stock is rising, but... I'm getting bigger and bigger guests and I'm building myself back up to where it's like, now I'm proud of me again. Now I'm back into the swing of things, right? So it's the real great conversation. Sky Zoo. Finally get this shit down with Sky Zoo. Finally get the shit down. So now we go to a, uh, to, uh, to cook it up studios in Brooklyn. This is where Skyzer records most of his music at. 
So you go there, and I get there maybe like five, ten minutes late. Nothing set up. Mics aren't set up for podcasting. Everything's set up for, you know, obviously recording music. So this guy zooms on a on a time constraint. This guy can't figure out the audio. So now we have one mic. Now I have to accentuate my voice because the mic is in front of Sky Zoo. So I have to try to make I have to try to make the mic pick up what I'm saying. And then also get through the most important questions that I have on my list in like 45 minutes. So that's episode 99. And this right here is episode 100 where I chronicle everything that has happened in these past three and a half, three and a quarter years. It's been a fucking adventure to say the least. Oh, what do I want to say about this show? What do I want to say about the show? Um, Like I said, I cannot let this show die. This show cannot die. Just because people don't want to be a part of it. People leave. People don't have the same dedication. They don't have the same goals I do. This is something I fell into. When I initially got into this, I didn't want to interview people. I just wanted to get on here, talk my shit, and leave. Now it's become a passion for me. It wasn't until maybe year one of doing this podcast, until it, until it became the anniversary of this podcast, where it was like, yo, I really like this shit. I really found my passion with this shit. It's something that I didn't know I wanted to do, something that I didn't know I wanted to get into when I'm still, when I was still trying to figure myself out. And... It's amazing what you fall into just just trying stuff. And I don't get how it took me so long to find my passion. But it's not up to me. It's up to a higher power. But somehow, some way, this podcast has become my passion. And I'm just getting better and better as I go. Like, there's no manual to this shit like I said I don't know what the fuck I'm doing I don't know how to interview people but apparently this is not me saying it but apparently I'm pretty good at this from what other people are saying me being naturally inquisitive uh, I don't know it's been three it's been three years of doing this podcast Lost three co-hosts, countless stories, just something always going wrong, people not showing up to interviews, people having to reschedule interviews, cancel, just all types of shit, but all that shit is chronicled within these hundred episodes. I don't even feel like I should put this out. I've been here for two hours talking. So this shit had, I, I didn't do this for nothing. This shit has to, I'm definitely putting this shit up. I don't know if I should though, but more than likely I am. But it is what it is. I've 
put too much into this to turn back now. I put too much into this podcast for me to just give up now. If by episode 200, I'm in the same spot that I'm in right now, then I could get, I can look at this project and be like, I tried. Did my best, put my best foot forward, interviewed who I can, asked them what I could. I did my best. If I get to episode 200 and I'm still in the same spot I'm in right now, it was a good ride. But I won't give up before that. I can't give up before that. There's no fucking way in hell that I've come this far just to give up because of a couple setbacks. Is there anything else I want to say about this podcast? I don't know. There's still more to be said, so I guess we got a hundred more episodes to say what we got to say. So I guess that's it. I can't think of any more stories, any any behind-the-scenes things, anything I want to say to my co-hosts, my former co-hosts. I want to thank everyone that came on my show because y'all didn't know me from from a can of paint, from a hole in the wall. And y'all decided to come on my show and talk to me. And and y'all didn't know shit about me. Y'all didn't know shit about my show. I wasn't out there previously. I just came on the scene and just started hitting people up. And luckily, they deemed me important enough to want to come on my show and talk to me and bullshit with me. And drink with me. And share their life with me. Share an hour or two with me. Share something with me. Just share with me. That's crazy. The road to 200, I'm not playing with niggas no more. Like, I have to solidify that I put out the best content when it comes to podcasts in Connecticut, bar none, there's nobody fucking with me. When I put a hundred, when I start putting a hundred percent into this, oh yeah, that's another thing. When I do these interviews, I'm never prepared one hundred percent. Maybe about seventy, seventy-five. You know, because of my work obligations and my kids and, you know, just other stuff I have to do. When I start putting 100% into this shit, you niggas gonna have a long fucking day. A long day. But, yeah, Road to 200 starts now. I'm not I'm not playing with anybody anymore. I think that's it. I think that's all I got to say. So as the saying goes, one thing's for certain. We too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. I go by the name of Domino and we out of here. See y'all niggas at 200. Da!
Domino, motherfuckers, what's happening? C'est tout.